This is the Apocalypse Survival Guide. We are here to help you survive the apocalypse. Which apocalypse, you ask? All of them, from A to Z. Each week we cover a different type of apocalypse and give you advice on how to survive. The rules are simple. We choose an apocalypse depicted in a movie and cover how you could survive that type of apocalypse. So stock up on supplies and get ready to survive. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And welcome to The Bunker. All right, this week's episode, uh, we're moving on to uh, I, and the type of apocalypse we've selected is infected, as in the infected, and the movie example we chose was 28 Days Later, uh, two episodes in a row, so the British invasion continues. Um, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry we didn't get anything out last week, but uh, unfortunately for our fan, um, this does not pay the bills, does not keep the lights on, so we have other obligations that we sometimes have to get to. Yeah. But uh, we try to get it in when we can. Um, starting off, this uh, apocalypse, the uh, disaster or strength is the rage virus, as they refer to it. Um, basically, it's an infection that is spread through a single drop of blood or saliva. So basically, any blood or bodily fluid okay, contact right. will spread this disease. Quickly. Excuse me. Very quickly. It shows it a uh, matter of seconds. seconds. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, basically to kind of what happens at the beginning is some uh, fucking leftist hippies mm -hmm. try to help some animals and mm -hmm. they cause the outbreak. Um, they obviously cause the monkey to get out and then bite the, the female and then she throws up blood on the other guy and then somebody throws up blood on the doctor or whatever the guy in the and lab that, coat he's in a lab coat so he must be a doctor it. It and then fucking liberal hippie tree, yes huggers it's in my notes fuckers. fuck so then then and then obviously they probably get out and then they start infecting other people and real quick real quick i want to lay this down now if i know in the past this has been kind of sometimes called a zombie movie and this is not a zombie movie. Agreed. As we, we will establish for us, a zombie movie, you must die, uh, and you then come back. And then you come back, right. This is undead. just an infection. Right. This Now, this is, you know, I'm not I'm not downplaying this. It's scary, and it's a, it's a pretty damn good apocalypse, but it's not a zombie apocalypse. It's just an infection. Yeah. Real similar to the crazies, actually. Yeah, similar to the crazies, yeah. but this was obviously not a biological weapon. True. Um, where that was a uh, government-engineered yeah. virus, which you know they're doing it. Um, and this is a apparently something that monkeys contracted somehow, and then I guess they're saying monkeys and humans are close enough biologically that it, it transfers. Um, you see no other animals in the movie either except for birds. Well, no, horses. And rats. And rats, you're right. Yeah, Birds, horses, and rats. And none of them seem to be affected. Right. Because I think the bird was even... Eaten that uh, infected dead guy, yeah, the crow, and, I was... and it didn't affect it, him. Yeah, okay. Hark the Raven Evermore. Yeah. Um, basically, I guess to start with the synopsis, the um, the main character Jim, aka 
Cillian? What do you? How you pronounce his name? I can't fucking pronounce. Cillian. Cillian Murphy. Sure, it's I think it's Killian, but we'll call. Oh, him Killian. Cillian. Is it Killian Murphy, aka Scarecrow? Uh, wakes up in the hospital. Um, the worst part is not the fact he woke up to uh, a world like that. It's the fact they had to look at his dong. They could have oh, covered him right? up. I mean, not... that's how we have to start the fucking movie. Yes. You got to look at this skinny Englishman's. His, uh, his little scarecrow, yeah. if you want to call it that. I mean. <laughs> I, scarecrow Jr. to yeah, start the movie. Yeah, I, yeah, that was probably the worst. Uh, that was worst. Um, but he wakes up in a a freaking hospital hammock. I don't know. He was ha- Maybe. Listen, I've never been to Great Britain or Ireland or the, the Isles or whatever the fuck you want to call it. That, that cluster of islands the over UK, there. The yes. Kingdom. Never been there. So I've never been to their hospital. Don't know how they do it. Right. But I do not want to be strung up in some fucking hospital hammock, naked, right, with shit all plugged into me. Yep, I have unfortunately been in hospitals here, and don't lay around naked. No naked no, hospital hammock. No, not mm. from what I saw. So uh, here's what I do like. Um, I'm a big fan of this, and The Walking Dead had it too, where your your main character wakes up into the world and has no idea what's going on. And yes. all of a sudden, what the fuck's going on? It's abandoned. I like those stories where there's that type of what the yeah. hell? Trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And I, I didn't know if I was going to go there or not, but since we are with The Walking Dead, lots of similarities in this movie to The Walking Dead. A lot. Almost to the point that I think there may have been a little, little stealing of ideas going on. I won't go so far as saying plagiarism, but guy waking up in a hospital bed yeah uh, you know he's been there for well at this point we know it's 28 days walking dead we don't know but he's been there for an undetermined amount of time he wakes up to a world that's you know uh devastated and that from everything he could see that that's another weird thing the lack of bodies and humans there were some but come on london there's gonna be bodies every fucking where it, i know they say this thing about the exodus but they don't ever all get out uh but just other similarities we have the black strong female character who eventually and turn uh ends up in a romantic relationship with the main character who wakes up in a hospital bed who has a machete, machete sword exactly. type object yes i look i noticed that as well and they they um and where's a head wrap? Hmm. Where's a head wrap? They encounter um, not jump too far ahead, but they encounter the that the the dad and his daughter mm-hmm. and the daughter. They end up kind of obviously taking her in like a daughter. And I believe in the comics, they like there's some daughter that they keep from somewhere that becomes oh. so. See, I, I think I've read. I don't read them. I read them anyway. But so I think there's a lot of similarities. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't. But I don't. I don't know when the comic came out. And this yeah, came out. And when this started, this is, what's the year on this? You usually have the year on it. I, I'll look it up, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, but there are a lot of similarities between the two. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily going there. I'm not against going there, but uh, 2002. Oh wow! I would say this definitely preceded The Walking Dead. Then that's that's quite that's 15 years ago. So I mean, that's uh, you know quite a bit ago so and the comic book came out October 2003 2003 so if there was any plagiarism and I'm sure there wasn't definitely not 
definitely not on. Loving uh, Walking Dead would not plagiarize anyone. Yes, never. That's why I was worried about whether or not I should go into that, because let's be honest, we could do a whole fucking other podcast just on breaking down Walking Dead's. So let's not. That would have to be a whole separate series almost. You could probably break that down by season or, Mm -hmm. well, uh, you know. But anyway, we won't get into that. No. Um, But anyway, so Scarecrow wakes up. London is abandoned. And uh, the only people that are left, for the most part, are the infected. Um, The infected, uh, instead of, since they're not zombies and they're not walkers, I'm going to call them. (laughs) Runners because yeah. they run, and apparently comes a runner. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm crossing over. Again. Oh, sorry, we're crossing over again. And so, uh, Scarecrow uh, encounters these runners. Now, here's something I'm gonna throw out. This is a debate, and I'm not saying it's right or I'm not saying it's wrong. Let's assume that you wake up in this scenario. Hopefully, hopefully, I don't, I don't see your dong again. But anyway, so you wake up in a, in a hospital, like either one of the subject materials. And the hospital's abandoned, and you walk outside. There's nobody there. You walk around town. There's nobody there. Do you, like in the movie, do you start yelling out, hello, is anyone there? Hello, is it? Listen, I can kind of see both sides of it because you're confused. You don't know what's going on. You're disoriented because you just woke up in a hospital. There's nobody around. Do you yell out? Do you not yell out? If you've got any goddamn sense or survival instincts whatsoever, you keep your fucking mouth shut, you stay low, you stay close to the buildings, you stay out of sight, and you try and find something because that is not a normal situation. That'd be like waking up in Chicago and there's not a soul on the streets. I would either be, okay, I'm hallucinating, I'm fucking dreaming, or this is really, really fucking bad. And I'm going to hide until I can get some resources and find out what's going on. Walking around in the street, screaming at the top of your lungs, hello, over and over and over again and getting no results every time you do it. So why keep doing it? That was another thing. I'm like, this guy's an idiot. Yes. So I go that way. But the confusion, a normal citizen, someone who's not, you know, doesn't think the way we do. Yeah, I could see it. Because everyone's... You, when you're watching the movie, even if you've never seen it before, you know what type of movie it is. Because, oh, this is about, oh, this seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. And you're all saying, why are you making so much noise? Why are you running around yelling? But I think it would be normal for some people to be like, hello, what the fuck? Hello, you know, where is everybody? Because you're in a big city like London. Yeah. And there's millions of people that live there. Yes. It's a huge metropolitan city. Where is everybody? Now, I think... I'll bring it up now. I think the number of runners that we see is not, in my opinion, an accurate depiction of how many infected would be left. I agree. I agree. Unless the die-off rate for the infected, the runners, is quicker than we're led to believe. Hmm. Unless it's less than 28 days. You see what I'm saying? And there's a bunch of them dead everywhere. Or unless they actually... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, convene, group up. What's the word I, I'm trying to... Oh, like form like a pack or... A... Yeah, because they did... There was a bunch of them in that church. The first place he goes, yes. where he goes indoor, there was a bunch... You could tell that they were infected because the way they looked at him and then here comes the priest. Which, do they 
group up like that, even though because it does seem like they still maintain some level of intelligence and kind of how do I put it? Like, well, we've determined they're not zombies, so they're no. not their brain is not completely shut down to where they're only in uh, eating and survival mode. And you can tell, you can see a little bit of realization in their eyes in certain parts where they kind of, they're almost thinking, maybe at a, a very disrupted, you know, rate, but they're they're kind of thinking. So I don't know. Are but, they just grouped up in buildings? That's why we don't see them. Here's the thing about the church one. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. When, when there's times of crises, and you can look through history, people flock to religion. And I'm not here to, you know, cast dispersions of religion or hold up religion. That's up to you as a person, how you feel and believe. But people do flock to churches. So is there a large group there because that's where people went? And then the infected got in, and then those are the ones that were left alive? Or vice versa. It's kind of like it's, I mean, think about it. I mean, most countries when they have war and granted war crimes are only committed by the losers and not by the victors, but <laughs> churches are supposed to be off limits. You're not supposed to bomb churches because that's where people go mm. for sanctity and safety. So that's yeah. my, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. That could very much explain that. Cause they don't, they don't really show any other place where they're grouped together. I was just basically hypothesizing that. I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, I'm just saying it, it's, but it could be because people went there in right. the first place because, because everywhere else you see them, they're just coming out of somewhere and running the streets. I don't know. Which brings up a point since you brought up the church and the priest and everything. And you remember the scene where Scarecrow Jim cracks the um, priest with the plastic with the bag of stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to commend that the last episode we said British cars are pieces of shit. Remember that? Yes. British plastic bags apparently are some motherfucking <laughs> awesome things because I'm sure we all here yeah. have gone to a local store, a big chain, and get a plastic sack. Yeah. Um, he has a plastic sack full of cans full and of, other things. Full cans of And of he cracks pop. a priest. No, no, no. He cracks a priest. That's going to knock somebody down. I, I'm okay with that. But the bag doesn't break. No, doesn't rip. The British need to be sharing their plastic bag technology because yes. that shit is amazing. We'll give them car technology. Yes. They give us plastic bag technology, and we'll no longer have a bag split open and drop all the contents of our groceries on the way into the fucking house anymore because I know that's happened to you. Oh, all the time. Yeah, bag splits, and if it's not triple bag. So, yeah, they have got some badass plastic they, bags. Yes, they, they, they have sold their fucking cars out of the plastic bags. I stole it, didn't the, I? You got it. I was going to say they've <laughs> neglected their cars because they put so much scientific effort into their plastic bags because they're tired of their dropping their shit when they're walking it back to their flat. Fucking British priorities. What do you What do you do? Well, you know what? I guess that's their priority. Um, but I didn't. Yeah, that was my thing. I'm like, really? That's a pretty strong ass plastic bag. Yeah. Did he double bag it? I mean, that still would probably break. And he obviously wasn't thinking this because he didn't know any better. But I'm thinking, OK, so did he just get infected blood all over that bag? And now he's just going to take it with him and run around with it. But he doesn't have a and he doesn't, have he doesn't know at the time. But the two that collect him should have known. Well, they should have, but unless they see blood on it, they'd be like, oh, by the way, did you happen to crack anyone, perhaps a priest, with our finely made British plastic bags? And he'd be like, well, yes, I did. And they'd be like, well, we got to get rid of it. Yeah. I know it's as good as a baseball bat because it's so sturdy, but Fuck we yeah. have to get rid of it. Yes. <laughs> um, 
I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as the infected, the runners, um, they still have some of their senses. Mm-hmm. Like when they're at Scarecrow's house or parents' house. I don't know if he still lives there at their flat. Um, they see the candle. Remember, he's got the candle. Mm-hmm. And that lures them in. So obviously they have some senses where they can see things like light. Yeah. And some noises, like in certain scenes they make noises, but they don't talk, obviously. They scream. They throw blood a lot. Yeah. That's... I don't, I'm a, so is the virus. Bloodborne? Well, no, doing something to their insides to make them yeah, throw out right. blood. Because that's definitely not normal. Yeah, because I mean, you're definitely not throwing out blood for no reason. Usually it's an internal injury. Cause you to throw out blood, and it's not just like, <laughs> no, like it's like large, a a, yeah, a barf, huge bucket of blood. Yeah. So Within, I didn't time it, but the away, yeah. that lady, the fucking hippie, uh-huh. in the monkey facility, she got bit, and she started throwing up blood within ten seconds. seconds. I didn't time it. Maybe ten seconds. Which, was, fair enough. Ten seconds. Yeah. Yes. I don't know what it does, but it fucking does it pretty quick. Yeah. And her, and hers what? How do I want to? Yeah. So whatever it is, because her source of infection would have been like her neck. Is that where she's bit? I can't remember if they showed it or not. But the monkey was there, attacking her neck, face and neck and biting. So whatever this virus is, it. I mean, let's think of the biology of this. It it dumped a gallon of blood into her stomach immediately, which then exited through her. Because even Ebola. Weird. Which. Apparently can liquefy your insides. Mm. I don't know how quickly. I don't think it's that quick. If you start no. puking up blood like that, no. And it, obviously, it's for dramatic effect, and it is because to see someone puke up a gallon of blood on someone's face is pretty fucking gross. And uh, especially when you are watching it, thinking that's uh, infected blood. That's that's terrible. Yes, but yeah. Um, so. They run at full sprint. Apparently, only the athletic ones. <laughs> Have become the runners, the infected. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, you know, good for them. Yeah. Where are the tubbies? There was one. A tubby infected? Yeah, he was with the naked couple infected. At the... At the... The, the, the military outpost where Dr. 42nd Who? 42nd Barricade? 42nd... Where's that place that they're supposed to go to meet up with them? Oh, the radio transmission. Yeah, I don't, it's mm. when he goes back there. It's when when uh, Scarecrow escapes, right? Goes back to that forty second whatever, and he's in that little base and he's running around, fucking with him, killing off the soldiers that came to kill him. Which my God, their tactics! You guys and the and the the major, the leader, yes, Doctor Who. Is that Doctor Who? He played Doctor Who. Oh, I didn't. He know was like that. the ninth Doctor Who. Yeah. Not that Holy I would know shit, that. Ninth out of forty-two. Yeah, yeah, of hundred, hundred <laughs> Doctor Who's. Um, but he, Doctor Who, came back, and then was there? I remember the the naked chick and the shirtless guy. Yeah, there was a he, tubby one too. I didn't. Mess, he, he walks up to the to the jeep or whatever the hell they drive for military vehicles, and the Hispanic dude that got blasted in the head is sitting there dead. I guess he. I, I'm I'm assuming he got hit in the head and went to the jeep to drive away and then just died sitting there because. There's no way that Scarecrow could have drug him all the way over there. And, and then mess with the... How did the wires get messed with? Yeah, wires so Scarecrow's little ass and all that time and this quietly, quietly drug. Holy shit. Even though the guy... Let's say the guy was 175 pounds. 
at least maybe yeah you know and he and and scarecrow's what 110 maybe wet wet she was wet it was raining but yeah wet drags this guy well the guy falls down the stairs let's say he falls all the way down the stairs to the ground we'll give him he's got help there we'll give him that he he picks the guy up and he drags him all the way to the jeep to then sit him in the jeep to then mess with the wires man or does the guy stumble back there and then Scarecrow says, hold up a second before you get in there. Let me rip these wires out. <laughs> okay, now you can die. <laughs> no, you can die. Have at it, buddy. Sorry about it earlier. I don't know. But you're a dick. If he carried him, he's a scrappy, strong little fucker. Um, yeah, at that point, there's the the first one that comes running down the hill and jumps up by the hood of the of the truck. And then, I guess, Doctor Who shoots him through the windshield. That guy was a little tubby. The only oh. one I saw, he was a little tubby. I missed that. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw him shooting him, but I missed that he was tubby. Yeah, he's a little tubby. And then the naked boobs Couple. come flying down the hill. Mm-hmm. Finally. Gratuitous. Nudity. Well, after At seeing. At least it was female nudity. After seeing the little scarecrow <laughs> and his ass like 40 times. Yeah, we needed something. I needed something other than that dude's yeah. cock everywhere. Palate cleanser. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, where's the tubbies? I mean, how about a group of tubby infected running after me? I could get into a fast walk and they'd be like. Uh, and here's my thing is, is, is everyone, I mean, I, I get it's a, uh, it's a disease, and let's say it fires up the adrenal glands, and they're running nonstop, so you could sprint at your top speed for whatever. Yeah. I, st- I still, I mean, everyone, they're just running all the time at full-out speed. That's one of the things I have for their strengths is they're tireless. They're yes. tireless. They never, they never run out of energy. So, yeah, I mean, I'm... They also they're they're kind of immune to pain. Yeah. Um, you either kill like them the, or you don't. The it's fire scene kid. when they're on fire, they're it, they're not immune to it. It's going to kill them. Like it doesn't show that it's not going to kill them. But it's not like one of us catch on fire and be like, "Holy shit!" You stop and oh, it hurts, it hurts, and you're rolling around, or whatever. They're going to keep running and doing what they're doing to the point that it shuts their body down. Right. Yeah. So um, you got that. The gunfire shows that you you don't have to you. Like a zombie, like in The Walking Dead, uh, you need a headshot or you need to, you know, kill the brain. And this, they shoot um, Frank, yeah, uh, Mad-Eye Moody, um, <laughs> a bunch of times in the body. And because they hit vital organs and he shut down his body, he dies. Yeah, yeah. So. And even a couple others they kill by, by means of not going for the head. Right. Like the first douche that gets, that dies very quickly in a. Scarecrow's parents' house. He he just stabs one guy in the back. And that was it. He kills him. Yeah, he got bit in the process, but he just stabs him in the back to kill him. Yeah, so it's not like uh, you ha- like if you chop off a well, you chop off an arm and keep coming. But let's say you chop off an arm as you're driving away, that guy's gonna bleed out and die. He actually, die in a few, right. you know thirty seconds or a minute, he's gonna be dead. So I mean, it's not gonna be like a zombie you rip off his arm and he's just a one arm zombie for the next till you find him yeah, again and kill him. Thousand years. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so that, that I guess that's a perk because if you if you you know get a couple good shots on a you know fatal shots yeah you can shut you can shut them down and kill you can them. Be more of an amateur with your shooting and not have to be this fucking precise headshot master that everyone, everyone in the Walking Dead is has become right. So uh, yeah, um, let's see. Here's something. I'm kind of now. I'm not going to break protocol for the uh, movie, but um, Celine, the female, the the lead female, want to be Michonne. 
One of you, Michonne. That's what I call her. Monty Penny. She's a new Monty Penny in the James Bond movies. Just dropping some. You, you watch more British movies than American movies, apparently. Maybe. <laughs> um, she says when when they rescue Scarecrow and they take him into the uh, the little vestibule snack area at the train station, and they explain to him what's going on. To catch him up and us up at the same time, she says that there's reports of infection in Paris and New York. Yeah, right before everything went dead. Yeah. So, obviously, it's 2017. We all know there's a sequel. I'm not referencing that, but according to this world and this movie, it is outside of the island. It's not just within Britain. It has spread to yeah. the rest of you, the main continent of Europe, because Paris, yes. and it's it's spread to North America in New York. Yes. My only question is, and some people are like, well, 28 weeks later explains it, but here's my only question is the rate at which someone who's infected becomes enraged, mm-hmm. how does it travel such a long distance to New York from England? My question also. Let's say you get on a plane in England. It's a nonstop flight across the pond to New York. Someone gets on, and right before they close the door, let's say, gets bit or gets a little blood on them. Something. Something. And they sit down. Thirty. We'll give them 30 seconds later. Yeah. They get infected. The the, the, the fucking plane hasn't even backed up from the tarmac yeah. to take off. It's going to be a massacre in, a, in an aluminum tube, and there's going to be no flight. Yeah, there's no flight. Everyone in the tube is is either infected or dead. Mm -hmm. The pilots maybe be locked in the cabin. I don't know if this was 2002, we said. Uh, 9-11 was actually 2001. I know they started beefing up the door so you couldn't break the door. So let's just assume the pilots have those doors now because it's been over a year. Mm -hmm. Um, So the pilots are sitting up there like, what the fuck do we do? We're safe, but we can't get out. What the fuck do we do? Let's fly to New York. <laughs> no, they're not going to do that. No. no. The, the only thing they, if they could be like, let's take off in the air. Is Can we pop a door? If they can remotely pop a door, and we'll shake everybody out. <laughs> nice. That would be my. Start dipping. Start dipping and diving and knocking all the infected out. <laughs> you know, your co-pilot's got a little glass, or there's a little hole in the door. He's like, uh, you know, there's one more to the left, <laughs> to the right. I think we're good. Slow down. We got to get them forward a little more. <laughs> okay, now, now. Accelerate. <laughs> It's like playing that little Marvel game. Yes, the Marvel game. We're trying to get it through there to get to the hole. So that's my only thing is how did the infection spread? Well, we could say it's not by plane. Yeah, any form of transportation, it happens so fast that they're not going to, that mode of transportation is not going to continue to either the mainland or to the U.S. So I, I don't know. I don't know. If it had a if it had a longer incubation rate, right, then I could see it. Exactly. How about now? I'm not I'm not a captain. I only play one on TV. But uh, a ship, a boat, modern technology. Do they? Is it kind of like planes where they just boop, 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 put in coordinates and the ship just drives there? Drives and it's like an idiot. Just floats or motors there. You know what I'm saying? don't know because maybe those very large shipping the container vessels, ones. the container vessels like you see the, the railroad containers yes. the moral containers those probably have some sort of s- systems like that but because the only way i could see it happening 
and again, this is going to be how long does it take to still navigate even in modern ships? It takes a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. So let's say, I don't even it'd be longer than 28 days, I would think. But let's say somebody on the crew gets on and he attacks the rest of the crew as this, and the ship is sailing. Let's say, say a guy gets down in the cargo hold and he's infected. He's down there and then all of a sudden someone comes upon him and the whole crew gets infected. Maybe the ship would then coast over. And then crash into the dock, and one of them would survive to get off and go. Yeah. That seems pretty far fetched. Stretch, such a stretch. And what does she say as far as the time frame for when they heard the last transmission and everything went down? She doesn't say anything about the last transmission, but what she does say, say, because I went back to double check, is um, obviously the the fucking hippies mess with the monkeys, and then it's twenty eight days later. Scarecrow wakes up. We were have to see his damn cock. And then when they rescue him that night, she says um, she, that Jim or Scarecrow is the first regular person they've seen in six days. Yeah. So in the last 22 days, they haven't seen any other normal people. It's just the, the guy that she kills, her buddy, and Scarecrow. So that's it. Until, of course, they run into... Mad-Eye Moody and his daughter. Yeah, which <laughs> I know we haven't got strengths and weaknesses yet, but yeah. So, I, yeah. So, I mean, I guess my only thing is, is Paris, maybe? maybe? Paris is way more plausible. Because it's just across the, the, the channel? <sighs> but still, like you said, the incubation rate. I mean, nothing is going to travel. Nothing's going to be able to travel. It's not even a matter if they wanted to. That, uh, Like a ship, for example. Let's say there's a sailboat that's going to go from the U.K. and jump over to the mainland. If there's an effect person on that sailboat, it's going to wipe everybody out before it gets anywhere. The only way that it would get spread, I'm being serious here, is if they a group of people grab an infected person. Kind of like they did in with, the military compound. Yeah, again. with what's-his-face. Lock them up. Go to where they're going and be like, fuck you, France. <laughs> fuck you, America. And then kick them out yeah. to spread the infection. Yeah, yeah. So if some, I guess malicious, a yeah. malicious attempt by someone to spread the infection. Right. But you would have to be the biggest anarchist apocalyptic twat. Yeah. To want to just because you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Fucking British, you know, the British island is burning down. Everyone's dying. I got an idea. Let's give it to everybody else. Major asshole. Major asshole. Unless it's a government conspiracy. Yeah. To cleanse the planet because that's a that that's a uh, what do they call that a something event termination event. Oh shit! Extinction? Ex- no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they, they've talked about that. We're from Deep Impact. Yes. A oh oh extinction, uh, extinction level, level event. Ellie. That's it. Yeah. So this um, virus, really, at the rate that it spreads and everything, the way they show it, it looks to be an extinction level. You know what event. probably happened? I'm being serious. Is probably they didn't. This virus was in the monkeys, and they weren't sure what they had, and it spread to the people. And the people started to spread it in London. And then the Illuminati, via way of the Freemasons, because we know they're the same, said, let's let's give it, let's cleanse the world of the unbelievers, whatever you want to call them, and we'll reforge the world and our Freemason slash Illuminati 
Image. No. No? Okay. No. All right, maybe not. But yeah, unless you're unless you're a malicious dick, a natural as a natural occurrence, this is not gonna spread, no. in my opinion. I yeah, I can't figure out how it would. So not from this movie anyway. Not from this movie. But but if you watch the next one, you know. But we're not gonna get into that. We They're going to gonna have, to exp- we have to base it off of this movie. Yes, it's based off this movie. I'll leave it at that. All right. Um, here's another thing that I found interesting. They said it was safer to travel by day. Uh, and if you if you watch, I kind of pay attention once they said that. You never saw a runner, an infected person, during the day. It was either at night, like when Jim was, or Scarecrow was being chased by the ones and they threw flame on him. It was dark. Yeah. In the tunnel. It was dark in the tunnel. Oh, yeah. Um, when it was raining at the end, it was dark. It was a thunderstorm. It was getting dark. So there, you never saw the infected during daylight hours. Huh. Outside. I didn't notice that. So. Yeah, when they go into uh, Gleason, Brendan Gleason Frank, when they go into his high-rise thing, that was at night. It was at night. Huh. And again, there was like two whole infected. Out yeah, of a city of yeah. millions. But anyway, overlooking that is so are their eyes. They're not vampires because they're not biting people and sucking their blood. They're not eating people. Are their eyes now sensitive to the light? Is that the reason? Has it changed a human's body clock? They're nocturnal? I, that They didn't get into that. I, want, I wanted to. I don't know why. Huh. And maybe that would explain why when he was walking around during the day yelling hello 75,000 times. Nothing. And, and, he, and he even hit the car alarm. Yeah, he hit the car alarm, which I just real quick night note, side note. For that whole first stretch of the movie where they're showing the streets of London being completely barren, there was one car. One. So apparently the virus affects cars as well because... He finds one car, the one that he kicks. The alarm goes off. That doesn't attract any attention. He goes into the church. It's still kind of daylight when he goes into the church. He alerts, and they and they look very docile. Also, if, if you going going back now, going off of that theory, it's daylight at the time. There is some light coming in through the windows, and they're all in a real docile, almost a hibernation state as they're sitting in that church, slumped over, quiet. I know a bunch of them were dead, but then there was a handful of them that were still alive and infected. Uh, so, yeah, wonder what seems like it kind of almost does make them nocturnal, like they rest during the day. It's either that or the, the light. Well, I, it's got to be they got to be nocturnal because obviously if the light bothered their eyes, like at the scene at the military compound, there's a couple times they had flashlights. You would think shining that at them wouldn't stop them, but like the term, you'd see them sure. like turn away and yeah. like like instead of run to the side almost because the uh, the light hurts, yeah. you know. Because which is possible to you know this virus, I would have said okay, it changes a person. Maybe it changes the way their eyes react to light. It turns their eyes blood red. I mean, shit. Maybe it yeah, Very it does well something to them. Could. I mean, they're throwing up eighty gallons of blood. <laughs> That's definitely so, not normal. Exactly. Uh, so, but that was, I found that interesting. So I guess you're safe during the daylight huh. to travel because they never saw anything when they were traveling. And again, yeah. when they got attacked at Jim's parents' flat, he it was at night. Yeah, they, they get the there candle. during the daytime. No issues, no problem. They actually walked during the day. Followed the railroad tracks or the, the elevated whatever. Yeah. Don't see anything. 
totally fine walking all the way there through a neighborhood and then not until at night. Huh. And they said it's getting late. We need to stay here. And they even said at some point it's safer to travel during the day. Now, at first I'm thinking, okay, is that because that's what we pay attention? Is that because line of sight? That makes sense. Yeah. At night you're not going to see them coming from so far away because it's dark. Yeah. During the day, obviously you can see farther away. You can see, oh shit, what's that over the horizon? You know, a mile away or whatever. Is that somebody coming? Or, or at night, you're not going to see them until they're right up there. Mm-hmm. But then, but they never, but they never saw me during the day, except from the tunnel where it was dark. Hmm. So I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. And you would think, okay, tunnel. Maybe they came from outside from the daylight into the tunnel, but the rats were running from them, and rats also like the dark. So that almost says no. They came from somewhere else in the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe from the wreckage or whatever, and then they all the commotion in the car, ramping a pile of cars. Yeah, that's the, <clears> that's the only British car ever made that's worth a shit, and that thing was pretty badass. I mean, it, it was made, pretty badass, it's like a monster truck. It but, was, but it was it was a cab. Maybe, hey, listen again. I've never been to the UK. Yeah, maybe they need their taxis to ramp shit all the damn time. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been there. And he just, he had one. I've got a ramping taxi. You know how we need him over here in the UK. Yeah. All right. I, I got I to gotta touch on it. It's, it's just too many things. So one of their weaknesses is definitely Brandon Gleason. Because he's, I mean, until he has like the, the miracle shot in the eyeball from a drop of blood at the end, he's a fucking hard ass through this whole movie. Yes. He he presents himself first in riot gear with, like, I don't even know what he had, like a fucking crowbar or something, and quickly dispatches two of them all by himself, no problem, just tosses them over there. Now, granted, Brandon Gleason's a big, big fucking guy. He is. He's a big-ass ginger. Uh, he fucks those two up like it's his job, tosses them over the side, comes back inside. Hey, guys, let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. How you doing? I'm Since Frank. The, yeah, this is I'm Hannah. Frank. That's another thing. His name's Frank, so he's automatically a badass. Mm, I guess. <laughs> so, um, and then when they're in the tunnel, that's why I got to say it now. When they're in the tunnel, they can't get the jack in there, so he just fucking picks the car up. By him. I'll just pick it up. Scarecrow helped. Oh, yeah, with his 110-pound <laughs> ass. He's pushing any. No, no. Brandon Gleason just went, I'll pick the car up. Okay, you guys fix the tire. Hurry up. Change the tire. I'm just going to hold this fucking two-ton car up. He right wasn't Braveheart. He's a badass. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, he's a badass and brave. He is a badass. Um, Yeah, total badass. And just throughout, it's just, uh, so unfortunate that he got the blood in the eye because he was my favorite character by far. And what a... I mean, I guess it happened, but it ha- my only thing is, is that I understand he wanted to go to the military base or the radio transmission. He got a kind of twatty at the end. Like, there's nothing. What do we do? And then he got all pouty. And then the crow. Listen, maybe I'm wrong. And, you know, everyone's different. But it seems like he pinned all of his hopes on this radio transmission. He did. And then when it didn't work out. Yeah. It kind of seemed a little out of character for him. Yeah, a little bit. But I think he was starting to get it back together. Like, he sat down. He took a moment. He's like, oh, motherfuckers. Like, and then he started yelling at a bird. He started yelling fuck at fucking up. stupid birds. Yeah, yeah. But I think he would have chilled. If that if it wouldn't have gone the way it did, I think he would have chilled. All right, that sucked. I had all my hopes on this. Let's gather back up. Let's figure out what we're going to do next. 
I guess we're coming up with a new plan. The only thing is the new plan would have quickly been forced upon him, and that even though he wouldn't have been shot had he not got infected, but those soldiers would have corralled him and said, okay, yep, you made it. Come with us. You think he would have been down with his daughter being a fucking concubine? Oh, got- hell no. No, he would have been a problem, and the major would have either immediately addressed that he was going to be a problem and just had him killed, or it would have turned into an issue, in which case Gleason probably would have fucking broke Enfields over like seven guys' heads, and he probably would have died in the end, but I, I guarantee he would have taken at least four or five of those little fucks with him. Oh, yeah. Because they were all a bunch of little scrawny faggots. What kind of soldiers do they have in Britain? What the hell? I don't that know. was a poor excuse for military. And the accuracy, by the way, let's let me touch on that real quick. They expended at least 10,000 rounds to kill 13 runners running across the lawn. Yes. That should have taken 20 rounds. I you can... miss one here and there. There should have been no 50 cal barking. It should have just been assault rifles. Okay, next one. Pop. Well, it looks Pop. good. It looks good for for movies. Sure, everybody's fully going full auto, auto badass shit blowing up, right? But if they're soldiers, we've, if they're actual riflemen, now we've never been in the military. We've established that. Yeah, but we do. We have talked to some people who are in the military. I, yeah, we both and have they, friends. Yes. That, were, that were military. You don't go full auto. No, they it's never semi-auto. Full auto. The only reason never. that they're they go full auto is suppressing, suppressing fire. fire yep. If they're moving up or moving back, yep. it's it's not a tactic to kill people. No, it's not a tactic to a, assault the enemy. It's just suppressing fire to keep their head down to while move up or move back. Yes, while they're while another group's bounding up uh-huh. or they're pulling back for whatever reason, right? Yeah, because of casualties or whatever. So this is, I mean, I know it looks good on movies. We all can see like, ah, you know, the Rambo, the automatic fire, but. That just simply doesn't happen. And uh, our one listener out there, which he's probably military, and he probably fucking hates us, but for our military listener, you've probably fired full auto, and you know that it's not all that controllable. Yeah. yeah we, I, from what I hear, it's not. Yeah, it's not all that controllable. Uh, speaking of, uh, I guess I'll just bounce around, the military, when they take Scarecrow and the, the sergeant out to kill him. Yeah. There was that pile of bodies, yeah, clothed bodies, like, civilian clothes. So bodies. I'm wondering how many people right. came to the, the radio transmission, and they just decided they didn't fit in mm-hmm. and killed them. I would venture to say, I, I don't recall seeing. Okay, obviously I saw it. I don't recall making note of any females in that body in that pile of bodies. But I would venture to say because of their mission that they had, that there were no females. It looked like a sausage fest in that yeah. pile. And I that's mean, probably seriously. why they're all out there dead. They're yes. like, oh, you guys made it. Come in. Welcome. Oh, we got a cock, Where's the girls? cock, yeah. cock, cock, Oh, well, there's no females with us. Hey, come it. out here. We got a space we want to show you. <laughs> exactly. We're going to show you your living quarters. It's a beautiful co- cottage out in the woods. You'll love it. It's behind this fence. <laughs> it's all fenced off. And <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Which kind of brings up a point. Um they got to the military base because they heard the radio signal that Doctor Who put out. Would you go? If you're in London, you haven't seen Monty Penny, Celine says she hasn't seen anybody since Jim in six days. 
They go to Jim's flat. They kill their other guy, so it's just the two of them. They then encounter Frank and his daughter, obviously. And then they hear this transmission. Do you go? There's obviously more... Statistically, even though this movie didn't show it, statistically, there's going to be more people in London that are infected than out in the country. Statistically, because of people of number of right, people in the city sure. the country, so concentration of population. Exactly. So, do you t- do you go? Man, that's a good question. The transmission did kind of allude to them being military, right? It says we're the, the military. Oh, okay. We have okay. a cure. Yeah, yeah. Yada yada. You'll be safe here. Shit. All that bullshit. I mean, I had. I gotta say, as an American. I trust our American military. True. And, again, we have friends that are soldiers. True. And even though they've gone through it and come out, I would I would trust them to be a, a safe haven. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect any of my buddies to be like, yeah, it's been a whole 28 days since I've been laid. I'm losing my fucking mind, so I'm going to go rapey. tyrannical. Yeah, and get rapey. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to get rapey because I'm going to completely descend from anything that's human and the uh, the merit of being a soldier and start raping. So, in, in less than 28 days. Yeah, in less than 28 days. I just, I don't see that with our... So for here, for us, yeah, I would go because it's the military. And I, me personally, I, I'm, I'm pro-soldier. I'm a proponent of the military. I would go. Uh, <laughs> if I ever find myself in Britain... And apocalypse comes, I'm going to avoid the fucking military because they're a bunch of little faggots. One thing, they can't shoot, number two. Again, we're going off the baseline of this movie. Yes. And they're rapey. Very rapey. <laughs> so, and if you show up with no females, they're just going to kill you or maybe even get rapey with you. So none of that is a good situation. Yes. But here, yeah, I would probably go, honestly. And yes. another thing is, Frank was determined to take him and his daughter. And I would be very sympathetic to this guy. Just like one of B. Michonne says, look what they have. They still have each other. They still have a diminished, but the family unit of just of them. And that's going to be extremely important in this world because there's not much of that left. So yeah, I, I would, I'd be sympathetic to keep them together. Okay, you guys are going to go with us or without us. You'd be better with us. All right, I'll go with you. I'll help you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just curious. I mean, okay, you, oh, you could say, well, it didn't t- how it turned out in the end. But I'm saying if you get this transmission, is it worth investigating? Yeah. I mean, I think there's there's another option that I'll get to in a little while that I think is just as good. But uh, Really? Oh, yeah. I think, I, think they, I think they missed a prime opportunity, and I'll, I'll explore it here in a little bit in Shelter. I'm being serious. All right. Um, Keeping your partner in the dark. Mm, <laughs> uh, also, uh, I guess I put in for strength. Um, I just put that uh, for what Jim Scarecrow did when he hid in the bodies, when they were looking for him. That good call. Good. Yeah, and when he good. used his shirt to climb the fence yep. so we can get cut up on the Constantine wire, the, the barbed wire. Very yep. good call. Yep. Very good call. For him being, he's a scrappy little fucker for being 110 pounds and bike messenger. Yeah. I'm, I'm, listen. And I thought that too. Those bike messengers are fucking crazy. So They, they are crazy. Yeah. Now, if he's a bike messenger, I mean, granted, he's been out of it for 28 days, but he's going to be in decent shape because mm-hmm. he's riding his bike all over the place. True. So, I mean, he's not like just some couch potato computer guy all of a sudden to never run 
in his life, and all of a sudden he's got to run. So, I mean, you know, I got a couple things in his favor. Yeah. So um, that's kind of all I had for uh, – oh, I also liked when he used the siren at that military checkpoint to, to draw in Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it also draw, it drew the infected in. Mm-hmm. I kind of – the way he used the infected to his advantage, I'm not saying it wasn't a bad idea – but it's kind of convenient how it worked out for him and it didn't work out for the military guys. You know what I mean? I don't understand the plot device and I'm not, I like the movie. I'm not railing, railing on it like an M night suck a dick movie. <laughs> for the most part, I like, Oh yeah. I thought it was, it was a good movie. Goes, it was a good movie. It was a very good movie. It was very original um, for its yeah. time back in 2002. If you think about it, I, especially that was the first time you saw a fast running yeah. infected. Zo- I mean, they're not zombies, but it kind of fits in that kind of, narrative where you wake up and it's apocalypse sure. and people are zombies or infected they're not zombies they're infected and there's always slow moving shambling now they're fucking running at you like holy shit they're running it's kind of horrifying it is very horrifying it was, at the time it was like holy shit i never thought they could run yeah. you know what i mean yeah because everything before i thought i could just do a fast walk and get away but you, you could do that with these every movie yeah. before this you could and all of a sudden like what if they ran and i'd be like holy shit <laughs> And what if they can run a lot longer than I can? Yes. Yeah. Like, I got a whole, what, 35, 40 seconds in me, and that's it. I'm really? Like, you go that far? Yeah, I can. Wow, I, fuck. Dude, I bet I can make it. I, I, no shit. I bet I can make it 60 yards. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm fucked. Like, running 60 Running? Yards. Oh, yeah, I've been I know, walking. I can barely walk 60 yards. I know. My athleticism is impressive. <laughs> uh, uh, anything else for strength, I guess? Uh, uh, let me look. But yeah, yeah. I did have some. But uh, yeah, that was kind of oh that for their for the enemy strengths, and again as it usually is, one of the enemies, the secondary enemy in this becomes humans. Technically, humans were always well, the yeah, enemy, yeah, but not infected humans, non infected humans, non runners. Yeah, become the enemy as well. Fucking British military. British. Uh, well, no. hey, how do they listen? I understand. It's a, I'm gonna throw this out here. When you join the military, they do a profile on you. They do, like, stuff, tests to make sure you're not a fucking psycho. Yeah. Because contrary to what some of these idiots out here, liberals, believe, the military is, you know, generally 99, because there's every profession, there's a bad apple. Sure. But 99% of them are honest, decent men and women who want to serve their country. Altruistic soldiers. Yes, who want to do the right thing. Exactly. Does does England only... (laughs) Recruit the crazy, rapey fuckers who can't shoot worth the shit. That's why they lost the Revolutionary War, bitches. <laughs> yeah, because you got you your, got owned. You're putting your sociopaths in your military. I guess. Yeah. Again, in less than twenty days, you're all ready to kill yourself and rape anything that walks without a dick. So that's that's the the ratio that you just used. You're always going to have a bad apple. American military, ninety nine percent of them are good. And you might have the one. Yes, you're going to have yes. It's the exact opposite. Because think, there was one yes, guy in the, the compound who actually had a conscience. One guy who had morals. And the rest of them were all fucked up. So the British are the exact opposite of us. There you go. So It would be, it'd be better when they shot him. Like, this is what we lost the Revolutionary War. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Nothing. Nothing. What was his dying words? <laughs> uh, what? He must have listened to this podcast. Uh, I don't know why he would. <laughs> I hope Brendan Gleeson listens to our podcast. I'm a huge fan. I'm a fan, anyway. too. <laughs> um, weaknesses? I mean, we're all kind of over the poor place. But Brendan Gleeson. He was their weakness. Here's my thing. Here's my biggest weakness. 
granted, it's the catalyst for the movie. Let's say hypothetically, you are a scientist or scienti- scientize. Is that the plural for scientist? Anyway, scientices? a bunch of scientists. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you discover a group of apes. What was it about 10, 12 apes, you think, in that installation at the beginning? Sure. And you've discovered they have a really rare disease that makes them violent, that makes them attack people. Um, obviously, when the ape attacks the female, the hippie, and he's like, kill her, kill her now, kill her now. He, so he knows. Well, he either knows or he's afraid that it can spread to people. Yeah. He, yeah, he at least... Suspects. Has a very strong suspicion yes. that it can like, be spread. Don't, I, just kill her now, and we don't even want to find out. Right. So let's say you have, you're have you a bunch of scienti, and you have all these fucking apes that could possibly cause a mass apocalypse infection. What type of fucking security? They, I see no guards. Right. They have a few cameras. They they cut to get in a few doors. Yeah, they basically more or less walk right in. Three to four people with bolt cutters and bad attitude and masks are like, let's just walk in and liberate these poor apes. Yeah, and that's right. I mean, I'm being serious. That's like having a fucking a nuclear missile launch silo where me and you are like, what's that over there? And we go walking by, and there's a guard, but he's in the shack. He's reading a comic book, and you just walk on in, and you go down some stairs, and hey, there's doors. This? This door, is, it's locked. You, you shake it. Oh, it popped open. You walk in. What's this button here? <laughs> beep. What is this big beep, red button? Beep. Oh, that doesn't sound good. It says push that one. Hey, you want to go push that one? Yeah, beep, beep, beep. It takes beep, two people takes at the two same people, time. And boosh. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. It's, it, it really is almost the same thing. Yeah. The outcome is the same. Yeah. Yeah. So you're telling me they have, and then he calls, he gets on the phone. It's like, God, dude, we got to break it. And they rip the phone off the wall. They're still down there for like. You don't see security come charging in like 10, 15. Where the fuck are they? Or lock that motherfucker down. If you know that you've got a bunch of infected monkeys down there with a virus that is a extinction level uh, possible virus. And you know that there's been a situation, an outbreak. Lock the motherfucker down. Nobody leaves. Yes. And get the military there and whatever their CDC is called to figure out how to contain this fucking mess oh i know how to contain it you lock it down you let them die i was thinking you lock it down you drop a fucking ten thousand pound bomb on it turn into a crater moab mother of all bombs (laughs) yep or fucking just fire a flamethrower down there and cook them all something sure cook the fools listen that sounds bad but 20 people over 20 million yeah 20 people over the planet i'm sorry I'm just London. Let's say there's 20 million in London, but the security sucked. Yeah. Um, the government apparently collapses because of the, the outbreak. Which maybe not totally. The but organized government that everyone sees is gonna is gonna collapse. There's not gonna be there's not gonna be police in the streets. Sure. There's not gonna be soldiers on the streets. Um, now do they have like he's like Scarecrow suggests there's bunkers somewhere. That's a good possibility. He's, right. he's actually right about that. They will regress to bunkers and if need be like he said it was kind of surprising that he knew that they'll be up in the air in a plane or in a plane yeah, going was, to a bunker mm-hmm. i mean they, they, they're out there the most important people like let's say this did spread to new york which we've i don't see how granted i guess you could say well i've seen 28 weeks well, shut the fuck up you've seen 28 weeks later good for you yeah. but based you're off cheating. 28 days later yeah you're cheating let's say even though it shouldn't have let's say it gets to new york the president's in a bunker. Oh, yeah. Or the, he's in the, either in the White House bunker 
or they've got other bunkers. He's in Air Force One flying to a bunker. And if somebody happens to get on the flight with the president and he's got it, there's 100 Secret Service agents that will be more than happy to, to, to cook that fool and mm-hmm. shoot him and say, let's not touch him. Let's just leave him there. Yep. And so. then land, step around him, and go into the bunker. Right. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, the rats. Uh, weakness. Uh, no, rats ran from the infected. So that's a sign when the animals start running away. Always. Always, always a bad a sign. sign. Yep. Uh, Manchester burned to the ground. So the whole city burned, which, I, okay, yeah, if something yeah. catches on fire, there's nowhere to put it out, they kind of dress yeah, that. absolutely, and especially if they're having kind of war in the streets, trying to blow up these infected, and, you know, they launch a rocket, this or that, and that catches on fire, now, yeah, there it goes. Hell, shit, even uh, at the beginning of the movie, when uh, they, blow up that gas they blow up that gas station, right. that right there has the potential to, to burn down London. Technically, it probably would. Yes, it probably it would. Really, probably would. Because they don't show it, it but yeah. it should have. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying right away. It's the whole thing's engulfed in 12 seconds, but it should have. Yeah. Because not only are you burning that, but he opened up the the, I guess, filling pumps or whatever you call it for the trucks to put the fuel in. Mm-hmm. So you got all that fuel down there. It's going to keep cooking, keep cooking, keep cooking. Yeah. And I think from watching MythBusters, once the fuel gets to a certain point, like almost gone, and there's fumes, that's when it explodes. Interesting. Really? So I, I wonder if at a certain point where it's going to explode and spread fire. Huh. Point is, it should have spread fire to other buildings. Yeah, definitely. But uh, another sign, another weakness, another sign of apocalypse. There was no rain in England. Because remember when they're on the rooftop and they got the rain catchment and he's trying to catch rain? He's like, yeah. has it rained in England in 20 days or whatever the fuck it is. So apparently the virus affects rain. <laughs> it affects cars. Affects cars. Well, for a little while, then they start showing some cars. But it affects cars, and, and it affects rain. Yeah, yeah. But it rained in the out in the countryside with the soldiers. It was Bro. raining out there because he needed it to rain. He needed it to rain. Yeah, yeah. But that was pointing that out though. That was smart of uh, of Frank to put out all the buckets, just collect as many buckets as he could from the apartments within that building. Set them all out on the roof to catch rain. It was pretty smart. That was. It was a and good he idea. Was, he was attempting a water catch with the with the sheet and evaporating catch, the yeah, water. The, he was the, trying the, to do that. I almost said mildew, but like the morning dew. And yeah. The, yeah. 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 He admitted, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to. But I, He saw something on TV once. But, yeah. he, but he was trying it. So, yeah. I, got, I mean, he had buckets. He was trying to catch the dew. I mean, which is something you could do. So, good on him. He was trying there. But right. there was no rain, which I found a little. Yeah. In England, there's in England. no rain. I mean, they're fucking known for it. I, and maybe they go longer stretches than we were led to believe. Yeah, Being Ameri- been dumb there. Americans, we've never been there. But yeah. it seems like it rains all the time. And it kind of makes a joke about it rains all the time. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Scarecrow's parents commit suicide, which mm-hmm. the reason I bring that up is because I think a lot of people would do that. Oh, yeah. They would just they would check out. They don't want to continue on. It's too much for them. Mm-hmm. They see the world collapsing. They see the world collapsing, so they they're just going to check out. They don't want to die by becoming infected, so they do it their way, which I can't say I totally disagree, especially the way they did it. It was just them. They just, thought their son was dead. His, him and his mom. Right. They thought that he died in the hospital, and they were just going to go to sleep with him. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously not uh, something that is even to be considered in a normal world, but in a world like that, I mean, can you really blame them? Shit. 
Uh, it doesn't fit into my mentality or yours, I think, either, because obviously that's why we do this podcast. Right. We're, we're so serious and uh, yes, intelligent. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, you know I'm not going to sit there and say I, I don't understand where they're coming from. I just don't think I would. I think I, th- I would. And I think another aspect of it that makes me understand is kind of their age. You know, they're older True. in life. They're not they, – they're <laughs> not saying they couldn't do it, but for a couple people in, like, their 60s to a couple be out. couple geezers. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of fucking geezers to be out on the road trying to survive and scavenge and all that other shit when they think their son's dead, and that's probably, like, the biggest thing they had to live for anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, us, we're younger, we're more capable. Sure, we're going to try to survive. We're younger. I don't know about capable. Yeah, Yeah, that old dude is probably more capable than me. Yeah. I bet he can run 70 yards. I I bet he can. (laughs) Um, I I put this down. What do you think is worse for Scarecrow slash Jim? Finding his parents dead, committed suicide, or finding them dead, but you saw them in their underwear? Yeah. Who wants to see your parent or parents in underwear? In their underwear. Yeah, That's he's gross. killing himself about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, Jim, don't kill yourself. Uh, but I, I must because your parents said no because they're in their yeah, undies. Oh, we understand. Go do what you oh, got to do. God, go do what you got to do. <laughs> and, you know, they have the conversation where, you know, you know it's a good thing they died peacefully because Celine and... The other guy, I don't know, I can't remember his name is I am Ted. Ted. I'm gonna call him Ted. Ted. Ted is good. Uh, they got they saw people die violently, so their opinion was it was not as bad as it could be. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, um, I got a, another question for you. Um, oh, real quick, uh, I disagree with them. They took when at the campsite out in the woods, they took sleeping pills because they all had trouble sleeping. I understand fucking Frank didn't. Mad Eye Moody didn't. Yeah, because he's a badass. He's a badass, but that was the dumbest fucking... Really? Yeah, and there's no way in hell I would let my daughter take just a half one. Fuck no, you're not taking... I don't care if you can't sleep. You'll be tired tomorrow. Sorry for your luck, but you're not going to lay here comatose and die. If we're in a locked bunker or shelter where I feel 99% sure that nothing's going to get in, all right, take a little something. Sure, but not out there. No. I mean, they... Although they probably should have just fucking stayed where they were because that seemed to be the safest place of all. Well, now, allegedly, because Manchester's burning, it was sending so many infected. We saw about two. Oh, wait, no. There was like about five in the courtyard. Remember when the the landmines went off at dinner? Yeah, yeah. And then the three naked ones attacked uh, Doctor Who? Okay. So total, we're talking, what, 20? 20 infected? Yeah, sure. Really? That's it? Yeah, and then the really, last one was the the, uh, the the officer who got infected, not the officer, but the military guy got infected and chained up in the courtyard that they were observing. Right, and he gave it to everybody else. Do we know his name? They said his name. I didn't I pay that close Bob. attention. Bob. Bob. <laughs> now here's my question for you: When Jim and Celine are in the high rise because they see the lights for Frank and Hannah, and they're going up the stairs, and all of a sudden the two infected are coming up behind him. And Jim starts yelling for Selena, don't leave me. Don't leave me because you're having trouble. Do you leave him? Or do you help him? And you can even reverse this and say, you're a dude and it's an attractive chick that you've just met a day and a half ago. I don't leave her, personally. 
But I want to point out that one of you, Michonne, for supposing to be this weathered badass that survived so far through the pox lips is a really panicky, screaming, freaked out bitch when something bad happens. Did you know she was losing her fucking mind over two runners that were coming up the stairs, which they would have gotten to Scarecrow and eaten him first anyway. She was losing her fucking mind. Yes. She runs past the guy. At least Scarecrow turns around with his bat and is like ready to help, uh, you know, Riot Gear Man is how he knows him at the time. Right. She runs to the door and is banging on the door, frantically begging the little girl to open the door for Let her. And she's this badass with a machete who just killed. I what would be? I mean, I don't know if I'd call her his him her friend, but the other dude. What'd you call him, Ted? Ted. She killed Teddy like it was nothing, and now she's absolutely losing her mind. So in that state that she was in at the time, yeah, I could see her fucking leaving him. She was being a hysterical woman. So she's being a woman. Yeah, exactly. But we might have a female listener. We should be careful. We um, might have had a female listener. <laughs> she gone yeah, now. Definitely, definitely past tense now. Fuck you, bastards. <laughs> I didn't like you anyway. Now I'm really out. <laughs> <laughs> I barely liked you fuckers anyway. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't, I don't leave him or her. Uh, just because. And here's why. Yes, it's a risk. It's a risk for you to go down and help. But let's be honest. Two of you fighting two of them is better odds than one. Secondly, the human race is obviously pretty scarce at that point. And I mean, not to be. Not to assume, but uh, if it's someone of the opposite sex, eh, you know, you have some procreation capability or uh, possibilities there. Not Obviously. that you're going to repopulate the whole world with just two of you, but it, any of, you know, it helps. Obviously, based off the, I won't say ending of the movie, but the final chapter of the movie or whatever you call it. Yeah. Third act. Third act of this movie. Pussy be scarce. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Very much. That's what causes that was the second act, and that's what causes the whole fucking breakdown with that whole thing. Is because they're losing their minds because they haven't been laid for twenty days. Which back again to American soldiers, they go in country for six months to a year at a time. They ain't getting no pussy while they're over there, and they're they're, they're, they're not like raping the natives. I mean, what the fuck, Brits? This is why we are no longer your colony, you motherfuckers. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you see any of the error of your ways? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, how about you jerk it every once in a while? Yeah, right? Relieve the tension, and you go about your business. You go about your business, and don't be rapey. So rapey. Um, <sighs> shit, I don't even know how I got off on the tangent of that, but yeah. What, it's just That's all we do is get off on tangents, so it's fine. So. <laughs> we barely even talk about fucking apocalypse and movies. We just go off on side shoots. Um yeah, I'd have to save him just because it's yeah, it's definitely scary, especially if it was me and it was a female, just matter or not. Gotta save him. What what if she's completely opposite of your type and completely opposite of what you like physically in a woman? I know where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Uh yeah, yeah, you still gotta. Still gotta save her. You have to. 
Pussy be scarce. Yeah, pussy be scarce. <laughs> Maybe totally the opposite, but it still well, is not your what's, hand. What's the, yeah, what's the old saying? You know, it's like a it's like a moped. It's fun to ride to your friends. See it. Hey, there's no friends around. There's Nobody no friends around. Yep. Nobody to see it. Nobody's going to pop up all of a sudden and be like, uh, yeah. what are you doing, Frank? What are you doing there? Really? Um, um, She's a friend. She's just a friend. <laughs> Oh, shit. Anything else on those or <laughs> I guess our survival keys? Yeah. Go to uh, our survival keys, air, water, food, shelter um, to re hit them. Uh, the rule of three, three minutes without air, three days without water, three weeks without food, um, which um, on this one we'll start with air. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. It doesn't appear to be an airborne virus. Like, even when the blood gets splattered in Jim's parents' flat, uh-huh. because it's, it's in the air and on the walls, they don't get infected that way. Right, as long as it doesn't go in through a... Orifice? membrane. Oh. A mucous membrane or an open cut. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, the, the air's fine. Um, water? F- Here's the thing. Fine, but scarce. F- fine, but scarce. It's fine in bottles. They use the water catchment. My only thing is, is if it's in the blood and it's in the saliva, let's say hypothetically you're downstream of a water source and a couple infected get killed. Hmm. Does it dilute it enough? I mean, you know what I mean? Does that, does it die outside the body? Does it die right away? Is it something you could ingest then and get it? Hmm. Again, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. There's no answer. I'm just throwing it out there. Right. And they do end up out in the country, so yep. that might be. What if like twenty of them drop dead in the stream down the river, and it's not red water? It's not like blood red. Like, hey, maybe not drink that, guys. Right. So they don't it, know, and they're just drinking. Is it, it like you know? you know what Guardia or Garginia? Like you know those, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do know. I can't remember. In the water, is it gonna be like that where you can get it that way, and all of a sudden you drink less water and you're killing people? Right. That'd be my only concern with that. Yeah. Which is where, where rainwater would actually be safe if you were doing it that way. If it would actually rain. Yes. Now, right. here's what I'm going to bring up on water. I'm going to kind of hold on to this. Um, they, the military guy, Dr. Who, talks about watching that guy to see how long he, till he starves to death. You're more likely to dehydrate before you starve to death. Yeah. And if you're puking out eight gallons of blood, <laughs> I'm being serious. You're, you're dehydrate a hell of a lot. You're faster. dehydrating faster, and yeah. they never address dehydration. So, and they're not they're not eating people. They're not zombies. They're just killing the shit out of people because they're in a, in a rage. Mm-hmm. So, and you're puking up all this blood. How long before you dehydrate and die? Hmm. Now, granted, it's it's obviously different. I did a smidge of research, and apparently the longest alleged time that anyone has possibly survived without water is some guy named Andreas Mahavichak, some 18-year-old Austrian man who possibly survived 18 days in a cell, in a holding cell in 1979 when the police forgot about him. Now, it says it's a fuzzy record. And he allegedly licked condensation off the walls of the prison. So he was still ingesting small amounts of water. So, but not, not I mean, nothing like super like, yeah. So I guess my question is, say three days is your 
walls of three. So you yeah. double that, say six days. After six days, they should be dead, I would think. Yeah. From dehydration. They should. Because they are still, uh, how do I put it, physiologically sound and similar to a non-infected human. Yes. They're not, they're not undead. No. They're not zombies. They're living. Correct. They're living but infected. So the rules and laws of physiology should still apply. Yes. So, yeah, they should dehydrate. They're, they're running like mad. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're burning water. They're not just sitting there. They're puking up large amounts of blood. And even if they, because you watch any survival show, uh, Man versus Wild, Survivor Man, and every time they eat something that's bad for them and they vomit, or they talk about diarrhea or vomit, they say how much worse that is mm-hmm. because you're super dehydrating yourself that way. Yeah. Or they're afraid to eat this or drink that because if they get diarrhea or vomit, they're going to dehydrate super quick. So you right. got these people who are puking up fluids. They're not ingesting fluids unless when it rains on them, they're like, they're drinking water, but it doesn't appear really to be. Show that. Nope, yeah. they don't show it. Yeah. So they should be dead within a week. Yeah. Within seven days. I would say seven days max. They should be dehydrated. And dead. And near the end of the week. They're not going to be running anymore. I'm not. They're going to be like zombies shambling around walking because they're going to be so dehydrated and, and disoriented. Right. Okay, they're already disoriented, but you know what I'm saying? Like the body's going to shut down. The, I don't care what in the viruses is. The body is the body. You can't That's change exactly right. the laws of physics when it comes to how the body works. Right. Yeah. And then they show those two at the end laying on the roadway. In that little valley that leads out to the cottage that they end up at. When the plane flies by and they yeah, show the show like, flies. And they, how long have they been there? Shit. Yeah. Because that was another whole 28 days. Well, tw- was it another 28 days later? Oh, shit. Was I not supposed to say that? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> spoiler alert for all of the spoiler alerts that we The movie's <laughs> already about 28 <laughs> days later. Again. Um, yeah, and they're still there. Yeah, so. But I guess, I mean, you could argue that. A runner in his fifth day infects somebody else. Uh, then he extends five. Cycle. It could cycle. It's going to cycle. It could technically cycle on to a point. Sure, but not just one. But like not Bob. just one. If Bob gets it, yeah. like say Bob, the black military guy, gets it. Yes, he gets it. He or should be done to seven Bob, days. one of the fucking hippies in the ape place. Yeah, seven days. He should be done. Right. I don't care if for all seven days he's run around biting and puking and beating and even fucking people and spraying and getting his infection everywhere, he's dead in seven days. Yeah. I mean, there's there, there should be no way he's not. So that's why containment would actually be effective for this one. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I can almost make an argument for the fact that Scarecrow and those people didn't see too many zombies in London because... They dehydrated to the point where they all died out. a lot of them died out, mm. a mass die-off. Yeah. And these guys, are the ones they're encountering are later infected that are early on in their dehydration process. Yeah. Who have been well, infected. and starvation, dehydration and starvation because they're not eating. But I'm saying the dehydration is going to get them before the starvation. Yeah, definitely. It's a dehydration, coach. So, yeah, so they're earlier in their cycle. So this is just a cycle of infected, passing it to infected, passing it, passing it, passing it, and you're sealed. 
and sure, at first it's going to be masses and masses, hundreds of, of thousands of millions or whatever. And yes, and the next cycle is probably going to be a little bit less and less mm-hmm. and less and less until now we're carved down to. You're seeing groups of five or ten here and there. It's two, like, a, like a pyramid. Three. At the bottom is when it first starts. Yeah, and as it keeps going up later, you're going to get to the tip where it's less and less and less and less because they're dying off. Right. So really, there should be no twenty-eight weeks. 28 weeks later, it should be done by then, realistically. Yeah, they kind of... With the amount that you see in this, the way it's dwindled down to where it has just at the end of this movie, I don't know. I'm saying this should be all done. I'll be gone by then. Anyway. We'll get into that. Maybe we'll do that some other time. We can debate you still, that. You still have this mind-blowing thing that you have to tell me. I hope you, oh, I hope well, you we'll have get it in there. Down. I got right. it, I got it right. written down. I know okay. where it is. All right. Um, food. Food is fine. Prayers will be fine. Yeah. Um, You just have to find it, which another thing I have to point out about Frank that I love. He had no problem. Ah, Oh, this is a nice bottle of scotch. Don't take the shit. Take the good one. Ah, Maybe I'll one more. Ah, one more. Ah, one more. Just, well, we'll take four. We'll take four bottles of scotch. You notice at the military compound, though, they were drinking Frank scotch? Yeah. Motherfuckers. Oh, that pissed me off. That pissed me off. Doctor Who, you're a dick. Yeah. I already could tell that that dude was not right and something was up. And I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. Yes. And then I'm sure, of, of course, right after he pours the glass of fine scotch, he drops a bomb. Uh, yes, we're going to fuck your women. Yeah. Thank you for coming. You can um, leave now. Yes. They uh, also said at the grocery store not take anything that needs to be cooked. Yeah. Because they just want anything they can quick eat, which I'm not saying is bad, but, you know, you could have a little camping stove or some type. But they built a fire. They could have cooked shit there. Yeah, but... But realistically, at that point, there should be nothing that requires cooking that's good anyway. Unless it's like pasta. Anything that you actually have to cook is usually a perishable item. Like all the Most fruit of that the was fresh that they pulled off of the shelves 28 days later and was yeah, fine. he said something about those apples. Everything else was rotten, and then he said something about rate. Radiation, radio. I don't know. I don't remember the word he used. Was something radio? Yeah, they're irradiated or something. That's, that's why they're still good. So they were preserved somehow. Right. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, and if that's the case, I wouldn't want to eat them. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I guess in this world, that's the last thing you have to worry about. Yeah, true. But uh, so food, whatever you can find, is good. And if it's not rotted or you know, expired. rotting, expired meat. Yeah. Fruits and vegetables, but anything canned. Really, anything canned, you even have to check expiration date because it's such a short time. It's not going to be like it's there for years. Yeah. And like, oh, what if the stuff's still good? Which, uh, uh, mm, I almost use the word pro tip. It's more like a barely, barely, amateur barely amateur tip <laughs> is uh, if you find canned food, you squeeze it. And like, if it makes like that popping thing, that you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, kink, kink, yeah, the that means air type popping sound. Yeah, if you well, if you push on it and it's been punctured, it'll if it's airtight, it won't make like a like a popping noise. Mm. But if it's been the seal's been corrupted and you push on it, you'll it'll make like a popping up and down noise. Huh. That way you can tell the air's gotten in there and it's not good. Don't, don't bother taking it. Didn't know that. There you go. That's hey, a good tip. That's a good tip. It's a top tip. It's, it's, we keep doing British movies. That's what we're gonna call it. It's a top tip. It's a top tip, mate. Top tip, mate. <laughs> um Shelter. If I mean, if you can find good, solid shelter, yeah. And of course, we're gonna go back to what we always say: bunker. All right. Here is my here is my idea that I've been holding off on you, and we're waiting for shelter. Uh-huh. 
They find that grocery store. Uh-huh. It's fully stocked. Uh-huh. There's no infected in there. Yeah, and it seems almost completely untouched. It's completely untouched. Every grocery store that I've ever seen that closes, and this one was not a 24-7 super chain, they all have those gates that come down to cover windows and doors. Uh, yes. Why don't you barricade up the grocery store? Uh, yeah. This is my great idea. Because obviously they don't have they don't access they do not have access to a bunker. They don't have their 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 ideas to drive this military thing, which I'm not saying was a bad idea considering. Why not bunker up in the grocery store? You could make some blockades, maybe get some cars and pull them in front. You know, all that shit, block everything off, close up all the windows, close all the doors. If it's daylight, you could open them up because you don't see any infected during the day. At night, you close everything down. You stay in there. You got a bathroom. Even if it's not working, you can at least go shit in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's water there. There's food there. You can throw out all the perishable stuff so it doesn't stink. And you could live there for weeks, months. Definitely four people, months. Definitely four people months. could survive so long, months, that this thing should have died off. Sure. So, so by the time they're getting low on food, load up what's left, fill, they could, enough to fill up that car that they came in, uh-huh. and then drive someplace. Hell yeah. That's it. Seriously. That, that, that would have been the master plan. Exactly. It really would. That was my epiphany. And it was a... It was a uh, it was in a roll building, so you know it's going to be a little bit taller. It's, it's going to have a roof. Yeah. My my thing, I would lock that fucker down completely. Yes. To not only prevent any stray fucking uh, runners from seeing it and trying to get in, but also if any human actually were to come by and say, hey, there's a grocery store. Oh, there's people in there? That's okay. I'll just break in and kill them. And t-. No. Completely lock it down. Use the roof access as you're in and out. Yep. You know, during the day, you're going to go out and scavenge and shit. Find fucking, like, rope ladder or something. Something that you pull up onto the roof, and then when you want to go out for the day, you just lower it down. That's your access. That's the only way you can get into the place. So you don't have to worry about ground-level entry. You'll have no breaches on the ground level. The park, parking the cars in front of it's a great idea. Pull car, like, butt, shit, vans or something that are high. That cover Fuck, the windows. use the, the, the red famous red London buses. There you go. Pull it's them up there, block the up everything. No, yeah, it's the middle of the day and there's no runners running around. You got you got all the time you need to And, and you can sort of say, well, what if the tires are flat? Limp the little fucker up there. You're not worried about driving it. You just got to get it from point A to point B. Drive on the fucking rims. Yeah. You worried about tearing up the road? Or just have Frank pick it up so you can change the tires. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fucking great idea. Here's the thing that I just thought of, though, when you said get rid of the perishable stuff. That grocery store should have fucking stunk. Yes, it should have. meat would have been rotted. Yes, it should have. Or wait. Was the electricity still on? It was. Which I thought of when they walked in there. I'm like, is it on a generator? But the generator should have ran out of fuel by now. Why is the why are the lights on in this grocery store? And why are those lights not attracting runners in the middle of the night? Are they on a timer because they shut off when the grocery store is supposed to be closed, so they're not on? But still... They they touched on the fact that there was no electricity. I don't know. I wonder how England gets its power. Power plants is it the same. They showed wind turbines at one point when they were driving through yeah. the country. So maybe I don't know. I mean, you'd think the grid would be down by that point. Yeah, you would think. I, I mean, I can't guarantee. There's nobody there running it, but I don't know how long it'll run by itself. Sure. 
automated. Uh, that, that Life After People series kind of hit that. I didn't pay that close of attention. I still got to watch that. Well, um, even, you know, like, and that one, tangent, um, alert. They discuss like Hoover Dam. Like it'll keep running for a while because of the water, but then eventually it'll it'll actually no. I think that one they said it rain, it'll run for like decades without people there. Just really because the water is that's what gets electricity is the water flowing through. So if you have something like a, a wind turbine or or a wind turbine that is powered by natural resource and you could in theory if you're smart enough. So we're fucked. But if you're smart <laughs> enough. If those wind turbines were powering whatever grid you're on and you could figure out, go to the electrical plant, again, we're fucked. Yeah. Somehow flip off everything else except for the grid part that you're on, all that power would be yours. Shit. If you could find a grocery store on a grid with a, with a wind turbine, a windmill, you'd be, you, I mean, seriously, you'd be fucking set. Hell yeah. And if we're talking about shelter and bunker, now you. I'm not trying to go away from it because that is definitely the master plan. The grocery store would have been it. I don't know if Brandon Gleason would have been down with it. He, he wasn't. He really wanted to get to the the military with the cure. Or parallel or whatever the his, hell it was. Yes, protect his daughter, which I but get. They could have convinced him, look, man, look, this is this is a great situation. Let's just hold up here for a while and see what happens. No, 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 but we need to think about this, Frank. If we stay here, we have all of these resources. We lock this thing down. We can. We have food for for months. Let's do the. If they can convince him, yeah, that's the master plan. I think if they would have spent more than five minutes talking to him about it, I think they could have. They'd be like, "Listen, Frank, I understand your daughter and the cure. Yeah, but this is the military, right? Yeah, we all know the British military is very rapey. <laughs> very rapey. <laughs> very rapey. <laughs> You've heard the story. <laughs> You've heard all. They're just rapey upon rapey, and he'd be like, "Ooh." Yeah, yeah. Daughter, I got a daughter. Rapey. That's not a good comment. And Celine, I'm a nice guy. She seems like a nice lady. I don't want her to get raped. <laughs> yeah, they are very rapey. Yeah, good, good point, guys. Good point, guys. Let's let's hold up here for a while. See yeah. what happens. <laughs> he did seem, you know, pretty. Even though he was determined to get there, he seemed he his character reasonable. seemed pragmatic. I mean, yes. like he he just thought it was the best option. Reason. I think if you would have ex- maybe laid it out for him and said, let's just. You know, stay here for a while. Maybe scavenge some stuff. Then we'll try. You know, a little while, see what things look like. Yeah. Make sure the broadcast is going on for a couple more days, a couple more weeks, because they could got. Because I think they would have been overrun in a week anyway. Because if if allegedly all these infected, all these runners are coming out of coming out of Manchester, yeah. I think they would have overrun all these guys. Yeah. So. Other than the shelter, if you were to have your own bunker. Oh, bunker would per- be great. But, I mean, apocalypse. obviously that's number one on everyone's list. Is right. I'd like to be in a bunker. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm talking, in this case, I'm kind of thinking of what would be good places if you don't have a bunker. Here's my top tip. Ooh. <laughs> With a bunker, uh-huh. if, you know, we've we've discussed, have have some sort of electricity-producing device in your bunker, a generator is what we have um but again that's based on fuel and your fuel is going to run out so if you can just run it for a little while you know maybe an hour a day a couple hours every couple days just to do certain things that you would need to do with electricity just necessary things run it sparingly that way you're not going to run your jenny non-stop at the end of the world because it's not going to it's going to last you for a week and then you're done right and that's if you have like fuel supplies um now <laughs> My top tip for a bunker is if you can 
manage this and afford it because it's not cheap. But uh, yeah, a wind turbine. If yeah. you can put up, if you have a, there's a lot that goes into it. You have to contact a, a wind turbine company. They have to do a wind study on your property to make sure you have enough wind in your natural wind that flows through your, your area, your property to make it even feasible for a wind turbine of, and there's many different levels these days. They have, you're not just talking about the giant ones you see on the side of the interstate um, or on the East and West coast. I think or the ones they show the here coast. in England or the ones they show yeah. in England. Those are yeah, representative of what I'm talking about. It, I'm not talking about something that size. I'm talking about just a small wind turbine that would just run your house. The problem is, it's a red flag. I was going to say, it is a red, yes, it is a red flag. So it would be really fucking awesome if you could put it kind of off-site and just run the, oh, yeah, uh, like a couple hundred run the cables. Mile or hundred, whatever, sure, a couple mile miles even. of yeah. line to yeah. your hidden bunker. Sure. And that would be ideal. Your, run yeah. it to your I'll batteries. You that, yeah. Um, now, yeah, now you're getting real, like, uh, if fantastical. If I had a million dollars. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, or even solar panels again a red flag. But solar panels are a little bit better, easier to hide. Yes, you can. You know, if you have enough battery stores, like you, you put the solar panels out, let them, let them charge up your battery stores. If your batteries are pretty well charged that you can run for like let's say a week, then you get a camouflage net or something. Throw it over. You your could solar almost, panels. in theory, and I've seen people who have. I want to say solar panel fields. You know what I'm talking about, like on the yeah. ground. Yeah. You could put a bank of solar panel fields on the ground. Let's say you lived in a secluded wooded area, so from the air you're going to see them, right. and from the woods, if you're close, you're going to see them. But if you're, yeah, a couple miles from the road and people are on the road, they're not going to see them. Sure, maybe even like if you have a few acres of woods, maybe make a clearing, yes. in the center, yes, of your of your acreage. Put your put your field there, mm-hmm. and then if you're not walking through those that particular forest you're not going to see it and the infected aren't going to care about them no shit that's they, yeah, they that's have to show they point. don't have enough mental right. awareness to think about oh the people in there i can beat up yeah exactly so the only your secondary enemy just being other uninfected live whatever scavenging humans are going to be the only ones that are going to notice a turbine or solar panels but I'm just throwing it out there as renewable source of energy for your bunker so that you don't have to run generators and shit. Yes. Yeah. Although I will say for shelter, as much as the rapey soldiers, they did have, they said they had a wood, a wood fire boiler. Yeah. Which was good because then they, they had plenty of wood mm-hmm. so they could have hot water and some stuff. And they had some jennies to power the floodlights and they did set up trip wires and some barricades. And so... Again, they were shitty soldiers, and they couldn't shoot, and they were very rapey, and they were obviously dicks. Yeah. But they, they did try. They compound. tried to, from what they had, they tried to set it up very well. Yeah. So oh, they had a badass compound. They totally did. They are just assholes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Too bad. Yeah. Weapons? Well, actually, I wanted to touch on weapons. I was impressed at the accuracy of weapons in this movie. Because anything within London, when they were in this, <laughs> seriously, when they were in the city and stuff, the only things they had were knives, bats, and machetes. That's it. That's the only access that a regular civilian had to weapons. You didn't see guns anywhere. He didn't, like, go to his parents' house and go get a, you know, rifle out of the closet or anything. Nobody had guns. 
So oh, and they did have the uh, interrupted the Molotov cocktails. The, the Molotov that, cocktails. He carried the tray of jars, which is a good idea. Sure, yeah, that's actually I thought of that too. That that's their that's their highest form of a weapon is a Molotov cocktail because they don't have the access. The only people that had the guns were the soldiers, who obviously would have access. So that I was impressed with the accuracy of weapons in Britain. Yes. Um, weapons for me. We're going to do our four to carry. Well, uh, yeah, we'll do it here in a second. Um, the riot gear, I thought, was a good idea. Oh, yeah, riot gear because, was a great idea. Because they're not trying to... You're protected from a lot of bites and strikes. you got the face yes. shield and the big shield to protect you from blood and saliva. Yes. My only complaint is he didn't take it with him. Right. Or Why at least it didn't appear that he took it with well, him. Well, if he took it with him, he never donned it again. Yes, so I'm assuming he didn't take it with him. So what the fuck? It was, it was a good thing to have. A yeah. shield and all that stuff. Why not take it with you? Yeah. Which, you know... I thought about this. I just remembered. I was thinking about this. It that almost makes me think that old Frank was the police. He's a Bobby. Yeah, he was a Bobby. He's a copper. He was on the uh, the what do they call that? The armored unit. Oh yeah, the armored <laughs> unit. Um, Speci- uh, what uh, uh, specializing in urban pacification? <laughs> yes, that's what it was. He was the urban pacification. But unit. here's another thing. Let's Why say he was. That shit. Well, he either found it. Or yeah, he yeah, was a Bobby. Yeah, no, no, hold on. At one point, did not say, "Hey, uh, you know who has more riot gear and some weapons? The police. Should we go check that out?" Yeah. Nobody ever tries. To, which okay, maybe there's maybe they're thinking they're more infected there. I'm not saying it's a that's a calculated gamble. I'm not saying to do it or don't do it, but it is a, that's a calculated gamble. Hey, they drove through part of the city anyway. I mean, why not say, "Hey, by the way," and I mean that also would gain a little bit of trust with. Uh, with Scarecrow and one of you, Michonne, if he's like, look, I'd like you to go with me. I'm just going to throw it out there. Before this all happened, I was a copper. You know, I, I'm not just some random Who has a taxi cab. Yeah, that's true. He was a taxi driver. <laughs> well, I mean, he could have found it. I'm not, found that as I mean, well. there's shit everywhere. He right. could have just taken a taxi. But if he was a cop, you could have like, you know, I was a copper. Let's go by the station. I know right where it's at. We'll go by my work. I know they have supplies there. It might be cleaned out, but it might not. It's worth checking out. Let's go take a look. Now that I have more people with me and I feel safer to actually travel to the PD, let's uh, go take a look before we get on the road. I'll throw this out. I had it in miscellaneous, but um, why not, if you're going to go check someplace, I'm kind of stealing things from other movies, but go at night, because apparently the effects like come out at night, with a boombox that's on batteries. Turn it on to create noise. Maybe throw out some fireworks at Flash or something, you know, whatever, and draw attention from the police station, maybe open the doors during the day, turn that thing on, and see if it draws anybody out, the infected. Because if it draws the infected out, more than likely it's going to take them all. And then watch them or whatever, and the next day during the daylight, oh, they didn't go back in, they kept running down the hall or whatever, or kept running down the street, walking, you know, wandering away, let's go in and see yeah. what's left. At least minimizes your numbers yes. if there's one or two stragglers, but at least you don't have a 50 of them in there. Exactly. Yeah. So... Um, spare ammo, obviously. And I'm taking, remember in this, the scene in the kitchen where the soldier was looking at the Bob, the, the chained up infected Bob. And then he, the other guy comes with the, the fucking Rocky and Bullwinkle hat and tax him. He stands there and he loads oh, up yeah, his gun. Yeah, and he goes, yeah. what are you going to do now? Huh? What are you going to do now? Yeah. I'm going to steal a great line from the goods, bad and ugly. If you're going to shoot, shoot. Don't stand there talking about it. <laughs> Instead of talking about it, he should right. have blasted him, yep. and then he could have turned. And, but, and uh, granted, he's a rapey douche. But 
If you're going to shoot, shoot. Don't yep. stand there talking about it. Monologues get you fucking killed. Yes. Period. Yes. <laughs> Whether you're, especially if you're a douchey British soldier or a James Bond villain. Yeah. Don't monologue. Just get it done. If you realize you're in a James Bond movie and you're not James Bond, don't monologue. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. What are your four weapons? Uh, pretty standard, really. Uh Probably just go knife. Your favorite pistol. Some sort of assault rifle. I'm starting to lean your way with the whole 308 assault rifle, so you have a lot of a little bit more multi-purpose and range. And uh shit. Maybe a shoddy. Maybe a little mm. pistol grip shoddy, because you don't have to do headshots in this nope. one. If you just you sell you the got buck. Yeah, you got close range. Mm-hmm. Just hit him with buckshot in the center mass. Shoddy would actually be a good defensive close-up uh, gun for this. I got a three hundred eight, like an HK variant. Uh huh. Either HK there, they can have HK because they're Britain. Yeah, they probably do. Or in America, you got like a PTR ninety one, which mm-hmm. is a variant, but it's the exact same thing. Or if you have the money, you can buy an HK here too. If you have the money, which we don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a Mossberg five hundred. I like the Mossberg yes. only because I like the thumb safety, but a good shoddy, a good twelve gauge. A good old-fashioned Glock 22. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, I want a, uh, like, I want to say uh, up-close weapon, impact weapon, you know, type of thing. Yes. I want a British-made plastic sack. Because <laughs> that motherfucker is the strongest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Filled with cans of Filled Pepsi. Filled with cans of Pepsi soup. Because Pepsi obviously sponsored this movie. Did obviously. you see how many fucking cans of you Pepsi, Pepsi they drink? Or a Pepsi? How about <laughs> exactly. a Pepsi? There's you want a Pepsi, Pepsi or a Pepsi? <laughs> So a can or a British grocery sack, plastic, plastic, full of Pepsi, full of Pepsi. And <laughs> and since it is an apocalypse, you double bag that son of a bitch. Oh, man. And your clobbering just packs just like oh, just swing yeah. shit. You're knocking three or four off at a time. <laughs> <laughs> you can do drive by baggings with exactly. That. <laughs> uh, let's see. Plastic sack. Plastic miscellaneous. <laughs> um, I put. Medical supplies, or if you have somebody who's medically trained, because obviously at the end, Jim gets shot, and they have to take him to the hospital. And yeah. Now, apparently, Selena Moneypenny was a chemist or something. Yeah, but she obviously had some medical so, training. Well, she says chemist. I wonder if that's like a pharmacist. Oh. They say pharmacist. I don't, I don't know. know. But the point is, she obviously has some type of scientific knowledge, because she's a chemist. Mm-hmm. Even if she's just a, a chemist chemist. She's, I would think, smart enough to know, because she like they show that real quick scene where she's doing CPR, which a lot of people don't see. Which again, less than pro tip. Yeah, CPR is always a good thing. She injects yes. him with something. She knows what she's doing with. If she's a chemist. She knows about chemicals and she can read yeah. labels. And if it says monoflotobama, I don't know what the fuck that is, but I, she was gonna she know. Would, right. So she knows. Okay, uh, if I give him some of this, it's not gonna hurt him. It might help him. Mm-hmm. I do some CPR. Do this or this, and obviously it worked. Um, although, you know, if you watch the, actually the original ending, they wanted him to die. Did you know that? No. Yeah. They wanted Jim to die, but oh. the audiences found it too depressing. So they changed it. Oh yeah. Cause it was such a cheery fucking movie. Well, they wanted him at the end, you know, <laughs> love God. Jim and Celine uh, and the, their new daughter yeah, or friend or whatever. And so beautiful seaside cottage or lakeside. Cottage. Yeah. Lakeside they should have just fucking stayed there. It was a nice place. Nice life. Fuck trying to get the jet. He's got well, wannabe Michonne know, to uh to to shag. 
True. They have the the adopted daughter for like a sense of fam. Fucking stay there. True. Yeah. True. Um. Yeah. I think they were just too addicted to society. I would be able to separate and do that quite easily. Oh, cottage in the middle of nowhere, and I never have to see another human except for these two right here that I actually like. Thank you. I'll stay. Yeah. I'm good. The, the other miscellaneous thing I would bring with me is um, Elude Kipchoge. And you're thinking, what the fuck is that? He's no. the Kenyan who ran a marathon, 26.2 miles. Uh-huh. A marathon, he almost broke a sub-two-hour mark. So in two hours and 24 seconds just last week, he ran a marathon. I'm bringing that motherfucker with me because you know why? Because he's going to be running, and you're going to be chasing him, and then, in fact, you're going to stop and put their hands on their hips like, (laughs) this little fucker, what the... What the fuck? What is he? I mean, we can run for a long time, but Jesus Christ, give me a break. Fuck. Fuck this guy. Is there another? Is there a fatty like Drew and Frank around we can go get? Fuck this little fucker. So Could you imagine? Are, so why are we going to bring this guy? That's death for us. Because he's going to, I'm going to get one of those little rickshaws, and I'm going to hook his little ass up, and he's going to pull me. He's going to be like, I can't do it. I'm like, pull, you little fucker. Run. 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 You're fast and you can run forever, but I have a gun. Yes, <laughs> but uh, so I'm bringing him. But I'm like, uh, you little, you fucker. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, all right, uh, let's see. Miscellaneous yeah. and another top tip for survival. We talk about your supplies in your bunker, what to keep in your bunker. Uh, this movie made me think of one with the whole medical scene at the end. Bags of saline. Bags of saline. Get a couple bags of saline. Uh, it's, it'd be really great if you learn how to actually, um, not administer, what's the word I'm looking for, an IV? Oh, yeah, put an IV in a person? Yeah, to how to, put it, how to put it in an IV. Yeah. Uh, if you can learn how to put it in an IV, it's not that hard. You could probably, I mean, I don't know where you would go to get the training for it, uh, but if you can learn how to put it in an IV and have a couple, have some bags of saline in your bunker, that is absolutely priceless and life-saving. It's just as good as... You know, all the antibiotics and everything else we talk about. So. I bet you, like, in the States here, EMT training, they'd probably teach you how to do yeah, that. You yeah. go to those classes if you're so inclined. All right. Uh, last but not least, you want to rate it 1 to 10. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got to, I'd say I have to rate it pretty high, actually. I mean, it, I, I mean, it's, it's a virus. It's, it's possible. It's very possible. A highly infectious virus like this, puking out eight gallons of blood, man, nah, that's probably not real possible, but... Just the basis of a virus that takes over and starts to wipe out the population. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. I gave it an eight too. That's yeah. scary because I thought a mad cow. Now, granted, mad cow stays with cows; they don't become violent, but they become kind of like disoriented. They mm. hobble around and they're point. Dis- disoriented. So, yeah. a virus that makes people disoriented and possibly violent. Yeah, I don't think they would act exactly like this, but it's it's possible. Yeah. I mean, there's some crazy viruses out there that make pe- you know what I mean. There's these brain parasites a lot of people will get sometimes. It'll like, kill them. So, I mean, there's a possibility of you could get some type of virus, some brain virus that could fuck with your brain to the point where you're violent or... I mean, or, shit, just there's there's ones that are out there. Just look at rabies. Ra- yeah, what rabies. What rabies does to dogs. I mean, a, a, a person rabies. This, this yeah. is, So, I'm like, eh. Yeah, exactly. I gave it an eight. It's a highly possibility. So And, what's, and the possibility of that... Uh, that strain kind of altering from dogs, raccoons, those type of mammals 
to then altering for it to, I don't know, can monkeys and chimps get rabies? I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know. I mean, to the to the level that they're affected the way, let's say, like a, a dog is, where it gets violent and aggressive. I don't know. Because if so, it could. And that, you know, their DNA is so much like ours, we could get it. Shit, yeah. There is I, a, there's obviously. have to make it a nine. There's a virus out there that makes a, a oxygen-breathing mammal, like we are, mm-hmm. act aggressive rabies. So the fact, if... So it's not a stretch to say that right. it can mutate or another virus could come along that is like that for people. So I'm not going to sit here and say yeah. that it won't. Not a that would that all. would be blood-borne and salivally transmitted. Right. Not so. a, not a stretch at all. I might. I, I think I'm going to bump mine into a nine. To be honest with you, I'll say the eight. But I yeah. I don't. I don't. You can, yeah. Nine. I'm not going to argue yeah. with that at all. Yeah. So. All, all right. right. Is that anything else? Are you yeah. good? Or? All right. Well, uh, we uh, we'll get you another one next week. We're. Uh, I think our bills are paid for now. So uh, hopefully Light, we'll... Yep, lights are on. Lights are on. So we'll be back next week. And uh, But until then, uh, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And enjoy the apocalypse.